Shall we lift up our voice? I'm going to give God the praise for this very hour. Father, we magnify your holy name. We thank you so much. Thank God for the blessings of the third day. He says, On the third day, they shall be made perfect. Lord, we bless and glorify your holy name for granting us the strength. We have seen the first day, the second day, now the third day of the month of grace. Our God and King will bless you for the victory that we have, you have given us in Christ Jesus. We exalt you for the victory in the name of Jesus, for the testimonies of your mighty power across the globe. Even things that we are hearing from your children across the globe as they are praying in this season, we magnify your name. We thank you for the stirring up and the spirit of revival you have sent upon the earth at this very season. Our God and King, we magnify thee and bless you, Lord. Thank 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 you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name, our God and King. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. We are going to lift up our voices together according to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 50, uh, sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 56. It says, thanks be to God who always gives us victory. Lift up your voice, I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you. 1 Corinthians 15, 56 and 57. Father, we bless you. We thank you for the victory we receive from you. You always give us victory. Thank God for the victory of the past. Thank God for the victory of now. Thank God for the manifestation of his grace. This is victory night. For the victory that God has given us from January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, now September. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you. Thank God for those who have been saved during that period. People who have given their life to Jesus. Thank God for people who have been healed by the power of the Most High. In the name of Jesus. Thank God for people who have been delivered. Thank God for people who have been restored. Fortune that have been restored. Hope that have been restored. Thank God for every testimony that we have had. God do among us from January all today. We have never had a month without a testimony. Thank God for the victory that he gave to you while you are asleep on your dreams. Thank God for the victory he gave to you when you are awake. Our God and King, we bless your holy name. We exalt and magnify the Jehovah. Thank you, Lord, for victory. We magnify your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. For victory in our health, thank you, thank you, thank you. For victory in our mind realm, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the strength of your spirit that you have built upon us. We give you the praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying. Before we we carry on praying, I want to just give us a little brief of highlights. You know, we read we have been reading the book of Acts, but I wanted us to note something, which is in line with what God is telling us. This is it. We read the story from chapter thirteen and chapter fourteen, and if you revert back. Just on that very scripture. You know that chapter 13 took place after John Egypt was beheaded in chapter 12 of Acts. They just beheaded 
the one who is one of the most top of the apostles. In prison, the second one, Peter. And they prayed and God released Peter. And immediately after that, of course, the judgment of God came and killed Herod. And you find that from verse 19 of chapter 12. However, immediately after that, the Bible says in verse 23, immediately, because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down and he was eaten by worms. That is that is amazing story. Amazing story. If you look at, we have been talking about the ministry of angels. An angel touched a man. And because he touched a man, instantly that man became worms. Are we understanding me now? We have been seeing the work of angels in battle, work of angels in guiding people, you know, God's move to destiny. But now we've seen the work of angels, you know, in, in, in afflicting judgment of God. Because the people praised that Herod, uh, he was boasting and boasting of his power. And then they called, they said, they, they, the shout of a God, God of a man. And an angel struck him and he became worms instantly. Now, imperatively, immediately after that, the word, verse 24, but the word of God continued to increase and spread. You know, we are in COVID time. There's a lot of law. It's like this lockdown rule. We have to pray it out of government of nations. We have to pray the threat of COVID out of the heart of people. We have to pray COVID out of the land completely. Because the word of God must grow in the midst of persecution. Two things we are going to pray for. Number one, every barrier that the devil is raising against the word of God, we destroy it in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Every barrier of the devil, beginning from the threats regards COVID-19, we come against it in the name of Jesus. The death of Christ is for all mankind. And Jesus says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. So the embodiment of evil forces that Satan sent over the earth, we bind them and cut them back to hell. In the name of Jesus, the spirit of hell that is causing threats and deception from nation to nation, fear unnecessarily, we bind them and cast them to hell in the name of Jesus. Now let us come against the plague itself. COVID-19 will curse it to die. We decree that the power of death should be taken from COVID-19. It was so. Now we, we stretch our prayer towards the Americas, towards India, where you are having the plague multiplying. We rebuke the spirit in the name of Jesus. We cast him out of the shores of India. We cast him out of the shores of America. We decree. This is the month of grace, Lord. Stretch out your arm of grace and mercy into these nations that the COVID is multiplying. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We ask that the fire of God will be released from heaven into the atmosphere. Everyone that breathes in the air, let them breathe in the fire of God. You remember this is what the Holy Ghost made us pray at the beginning. We pray, O God, mercy, mercy from heaven over America, both North and South America. 
And we pray mercy from heaven over India and every other nation where this thing is relapsing. We bind the devil in the name of Jesus. We release the healing power of God into the atmosphere. The Bible says by the stripes of Jesus we are healed. We release the power of healing from the stripes of Jesus from nation to nation into the atmosphere. We contaminate the atmosphere for the devil. We make the atmosphere impossible for the sickness affliction to operate in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus we overthrow every spirit of COVID, we overthrow every affliction. We speak into the atmosphere. Let the air carry the, the fire of the Most High and purify everybody and destroy the power of COVID-19. It shall be no more. It shall be no more. In this month, we rebuke. We decree that it shall not extend beyond the month of September. In the name of Jesus, we tap into the mercy of heaven. The Bible says, Come ye distant like that together, and ye shall be scattered. Let the mercy of God spread over the earth, so that the word of God can grow in the midst of this. That the word of God can grow. Father, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. If you look at verse 25 of chapter 12, he said, but Barabbas and Saul had finished their mission. They returned to Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. And after they have gone to Jerusalem to report to Jerusalem, they came back to Antioch. Now, if you look at the story of Antioch, this is where the first missionary journey began. And if you look at the first missionary journey as they were going, I will look at that because I want us to pray from it before we go. Before I talk about it, just a few minutes. If you look at the first missionary journey, it is interesting that the moment they set out in verse 6 of chapter 13, they traveled through the whole island until they came to Paphos, where they met a Jewish sorcerer and false prophet. It is interesting that the cities that should be infested with the word of God, that we should take the word of God to, Alright? Because we have not gone. Satan has sent messengers. Tell me which city in UK you will not find a sorcerer. Tell me which city in UK you will not find a, a witch doctor. None. Even the media will call mediums to come into the television to come and say some fortunes. Because the church of God have not moved into the territories. Now we are going to pray. If you look at what happened in that place, so while he was speaking, verse 8, he said, But Elimah the sorcerer opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Now I want to watch this. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, the next word says what? Fear with the Holy Spirit. He had been disturbing them. Paul did not act. But when the Holy Ghost came, there was a holy indignation. That is what caused the manifestation. Holy Ghost inside you, whenever it comes upon you, what will happen thereof is not within your control. You know, myself and my son was discussing this today. Is this prophetic declaration or prophetic utterance? It is utterance. Because for prophetic declaration, you don't need Holy Ghost to come upon you. Prophetic declaration... It has to do with your own decision. There shall be no duty except by my word. I'm fed up of this nonsense. And you make a declaration. 
But when it comes to utterance, when the Holy Spirit comes upon a man, he enables you to do what you did not intend to do. And that is utterance. And instantly the man was blind. So what is your prayer point? You are going to pray. Number one, Father, in the midst of this Hula Baloo across the world, let revival burst out. Let your word grow. Give boldness to your church. Give courage to your people. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Help your people to see the way you are seeing. That we will not see by our own intellect. Father, we pray in this midst of lockdown across the globe. Father, use your church to lock everybody to undo the lockdown. Use your church in supernatural signs and wonders. Father, Lord, let there be a burst of revival in every city. As people are protested in their thousands, let people come to the kingdom in their millions in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As people have been reported to have died in their thousands, let people begin to come to salvation in their millions in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pray and tell God, let the spirit of boldness, the spirit of revelation of Christ come upon every Christian. Yesterday we prayed for the book of Ephesians 117. It says, I pray that the eyes of your, that the Lord will fill with spirit of wisdom and the knowledge of him, the revelation knowledge of him. Lord, let the spirit of revelation knowledge of you be given to every Christian, 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 every Christian. Let the spirit of revelation of you be given to us, O God. Let Holy Ghost come out of us and come upon us and drive us into what God wants us to do. Let your Holy Spirit come out of us and come upon us and drive us into what God wants us to do. Let there be transformation. Lord, aggressive evangelism in this very season. Make Carabondo say, Lord, strengthen your church on earth, O God. Strengthen us, O God. Strengthen us, O God. Strengthen us, O God. Let your spirit come upon us and bring solution and take over every territory that witches have taken over, that mediums have taken over. Lord, move us in your power into those places. Open our eyes into them as you led Barnabas and Saul. Lead us, O God. Lead us to. Lead us, O God. Lead us to. Ripra, Sepra, Riatasike, Porta, Mepra, Legronto, Lemombra, Yekarekuria, Mekariha. Beginning from our territory, beginning from our neighborhood, beginning from our church area, beginning from our city to other cities of our nation. Nekarete, Simahe, Paledosi, Alama, let your spirit come upon your church. Let your spirit come upon your church. Destroy every limitation, O God. Drive us by your spirit power. Drive us by your spirit power that your name be exalted. Anoint our children in their schools. Oh, use them, Lord God. Use them mightily, Lord God, for the revival of the children. Lord, anoint our children in the second school, in the primary school, secondary school, in the, in the university. Use everyone, O God. Anoint all who are working class in their offices. 
Ria Taramin Tarabasia, anoint our medical professionals that by the touch of their hand the sick shall be healed. May Porodi Sarabonde, Ori Kafaya Masila Vaisakaya Masikayoto, Yen Deheria, we pray for grace, 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 grace. Begin to ask God for grace. He said God is able to make all grace abound. Let all grace abound to us. 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 Let all grace Akarakata Rakapaya Matalera make the road to Mepaheria. Lebusko Maleva. We need grace, O God. We need grace, O God. Give us grace. Give us grace, Lord. We need grace, O God. Give us grace. Give us grace, O God. Yerala Maramayara Kasabrada. Oh Lord, we pray thee. We pray thee. Let all grace abound. Abounding grace. Tell God, give me grace where I do not have grace. Increase my grace in the area that I have grace. Know that I will have abounding grace. Abounding grace. Abounding grace. Lord, we pray thee, we pray thee, O God, 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 we pray thee, O God. Thank you, Sovereign Lord. Thank you, Sovereign Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we are praying. One more prayer we will pray. The last prayer I led you into, which we ended with, is one of the prayers in our calendar for this month. This is the month of grace. You, this month will not end. All right? Before the grace of God, like an avalanche, will storm your life. Amen. This is the month of grace. God will give us grace where we did not have grace, so that we can function in other areas of our life. Amen. And the area we have grace, He will increase the grace, so that the grace can overflow. Amen. Grace should not be a commodity, a scarce commodity in the life of believers. Yes. Really, from that scripture in the book of Second Corinthians, chapter nine, verse eight, I discovered that whenever you see a Christian. That Christian should be noticed by the abundance of grace around him. Grace are supposed to follow. Abounding. Where people don't have grace, they can tap into our own grace. Mm-hmm. That is what our life ought to be. And so we will pray throughout this month. But the second one, he says, is this. The book of Revelation chapter 3. It says in verse 7, and uh, it says, To the angel of the church in Laodicea, right? These are the words of he who, who is holy and true. Who holds the key to the, of David? What he opens, no one can shut. You hear that? And what he shuts, no one can open. So you are going to pray, Lord, you are the God of open doors. Open doors before me. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are the God of open doors. You made a promise. You said the door you open, no man can shut. We know that. Father, therefore, with the key of David, open doors before us. Open doors before us. Open doors before us. Open doors before us. We declare the mount of open doors. Open doors before us. Everywhere we go, let door be open. Gates shall not be shut. He said, according to your word in Isaiah 45, go before us this month. Go before us this month. Open double doors so that gate will not be shut. Opportunities, every opportunity open for us. 
Far and wide, opportunities open for us. Far and wide, opportunities open for us. Door will not be shut. Door will not be shut. Door will not be shut. Anywhere we set our hand, there will be way. Anywhere we set our foot, there will be way. Mountain before us shall be level ground. Our crooked path shall be straightened. The Lord will lead us in the way not familiar. Lord, we declare in the name of the Lord of hosts, door be open before us. Door be open before us. With the key of David, Father of heaven, open door before us. Go 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 before us. Father, go before us. Father, go before us. Father, go before us. Open door with 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 us. That day will not be shot against us. There is no such a thing as a mischance. We will not miss any chance in the name of Jesus. Everywhere you stretch our land, our leg, there shall be door. Everywhere you stretch our hand, there shall be door. Wide door open. Wide door open. Wide door open. Wide door open. That your name be glorified. Our life shall fulfill what you have promised for this month. Thank you, Sovereign Lord. Blessed be your holy name, O God, our King. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Well, you know, John said, uh, Jesus said, from the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And he says, and the violent people take it by force. Something is happening in the realm of the spirit about you and I. Amen. Rata ba ba ba. Oh, sovereign Lord. Something is happening concerning you and I in the heavenly realm. Amen. I am very, very happy. Heaven is celebrating our victory. Badarata salada. Shetebo brandeboshi. Our God has gone in his mighty jealousy to open doors for his saints on earth. In the high places, in the time of this shaking, before the devil wake up, we are in control. The hand of God has gone to strengthen the limbs of the weak among us. God is showing up in all the areas of our weaknesses and frailty. In this very season, heaven rejoices over his children on earth. It is the time for the maker of heaven and earth. Lord, we exalt and magnify your name. Yes, that which you have asked for is done. There shall be none that will be tired or weary. It is a time for new strength and new power. Yeah, that will shake the foundations of the earth. The idea that God has given you, you watch out. This is the third day of September. Strength has entered into you. You will discover that that strength will begin to drive you to fulfill what God has told you to do. 
which some of you have been dragging your feet, which some of you have been sleeping over, you have been postponing, postponing, no more postponing. From this hour, strength enters you. you those of you who have been involved in various deals in businesses, and it seems as if you have been delayed and sluggish, all that thing is taken out. God has assigned his holy angel into everyone and to everything that we are doing to ensure Amen. that the word of the Father concerning us is fulfilled. Amen. Really, I see the heart of many change totally, if not all of us. I saw a change of heart and a change of mindset coming. Amen. Boldness that is that outstand human beings. Amen. You see that scripture, when you read that chapter 14, that and, the, and, and Paul filled with the Holy Spirit, Amen. you will encounter it. You will encounter it. I was saying to my son, you know, when that happens, you will see your tummy turning in a particular way. Like you are having cramp in your tummy. It will turn. And when it happens, you will discover that without your control, you will just release an unction. And you see miracles happening. And you will encounter it. You will encounter it. If angel of God appeared and just touched Herod, and Herod was slain, you know, Therefore, anyone that Satan sent to oppose you, mm. we will not want angel to kill them. But that angel can just take them like this and throw them out of the way for you to pass. Mm. The angel who just touched a man and he became a maggot. It is not a problem for him to just point his mm. finger and the wind of God will blow the man away. It is easy for him to just point his finger to your organization. There will be a restructuring instantly. Yes. And that restructuring will favor you. Yes. When the one who is your obstacle is taken away, you will be taken above him. Yes. All those kind of miracles you begin to see. Places where they have said to you, we are sorry, we cannot take you. You will be shocked that. Why they say that last week they lay out some people, you will be the one that they will call to come and take over there. Amen. Because this season is a season of repositioning mm. by God. Amen. And you know, I pray the prayer for every one of us. You know, sometimes our human intellect hinders us a lot. All right? It's a normal thing. Because we are human, we have intellect, we live in, uh, we don't live in virtual world. Human beings live in real world. Are you with me now? And anything that is not rational in our mind, we cannot really understand. But God doesn't live in that world. God lives in the abstract world. Where things are irrational to the living world. I will together now. Um, two days ago, the scientists just discovered that their theory about black hole is faulty. They always have this theory, and I, as a lance of you, and a mapping geodesist, I studied it when I was doing geodesy and astronomy. All right? We believe that black hole is caused, is a graveyard of stars. Okay? That is the norm we believe. But this week, their telescope discovered that black hole is not a graveyard of star alone. But they saw a black, uh, two black holes. They were moving together, moving together. And when they collide, they collided, they formed a massive explosion. That the ripple of that explosion reached the earth. Just this last week. And you know where the mileage of the black hole? Scientists said it is one billion trillion miles away. This is, this global scientists, this is, people who are not Christians. They said that that black hole happened one billion trillion miles. Can you imagine that? How far? And I told my son that, do you know that the paradise of God is farther than that? <laughs> Hallelujah. That's where we are going, amen, forevermore. Far above principalities of power and rulers of darkness. And Look, all these black holes, they are just coming to discover. Our God created them. They mean something. 
that they, these scientists do not know. Thank God that God had given the science ability to see the black hole. They are looking for uh, a proof that does not exist. Okay? But we, who are God's people, know. This is the work of our, of our God. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, the heavens declare the glory of God, mm. and the firmament show his hand work. They unto the utterance, please not unto nice words, knowledge. There is no speech, no language where their voice is not heard, but their voice is heard to the ends of the earth. Yes. And so, I said to my son that, you know, this globe that we are, if you look at what they call in science ephemeris, okay, we are just like a grain of sand in the galaxies that God created. The earth is like a little bit. When you go far, far, far into the second heaven, far, far, first heaven, go far, 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 you will discover that we, this earth, the, the farther you go, the smaller it becomes, the smaller it until it becomes like a grain of sand. Until you cannot even see it anymore. Because of the distance that science has, you know, you know spaceship has gone. Now, if that be the earth, when the Bible says that we will be king of kings, Mm. And Lord of Lords. Mm. God has enough planet. If he wants to make us Lord over his planet. He has. In, uh, uh, the number of planets that God created. Is, no, is more than the number of human beings. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I will together now. Mm. Uh, it, it just shows the awesomeness of God. Mm. And that's the reason why. We have God. We owe God one obligation. And that is to seek him and to serve him. Mm. I have been working very much on my mind. And I prayed, I led you to pray the prayer I've been praying for myself. That Lord, let me see the world the way you see. Let me hear the way you hear. Let me think the way you think. Because I discovered that all this, our human intellect and thinking, you know, I mean, it's only good, a peanut. But there is a way God sees. Like when God sees a cripple, he sees him walking. <laughs> but we see him crippled. God, the dead that God will raise, God see him alive. But we see him dead. You know, until we speak the word of faith and the dead come back to life. So, I've been praying that, Lord, let me be able to see everything the way you see. Give me your eyes to see. Borrow me your eyes. And don't take it away from me. Give me your eyes to see. So, and then my perception about my wife, about my children, about my church, about the, the world, about the wicked, about, we change. So that we can see the way heaven sees. And the Lord will give it to us. Amen. Anytime we see people different from the way God sees, you know what it gives us? Headache. You know, I was saying to my son too, you know, if God was man and we, and God, uh, you know, the way we see people sometimes, there's where people who hurt us so terribly and then we are so, so it, it pays us to the bone, to the marrow. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know pain meter that you have put in your bone that measure how much pain, pain the bone, your pain of what people did now. Maybe some of you have pain no meter that you can put in your mind. You see how much you pain your heart. And you can do pain hatometer to see how much the pain pain your heart and the pain my bone marrow myself and so I can't forget it I can't forget it God will flush them out of your brain the name of Jesus if because you are not seeing them the way God sees them you know one thing God with God do you know that every man that is killing people right now as you are talking God is looking at them. Do you know that everyone that is sleeping, committing adultery all over the God is looking at them. Even those who call themselves ministers of God, anointed, who are in, involved in those activities, and they will come with their partners to the church, to the church and lay hands, raise up their hands, if nothing happened. Even before, before God, they pretending as if they are pure. God sees everything, and yet God is looking. Can you imagine this God? He sees a man plotting to kill another innocent blood. And he saw him when he went to commit the act. And he came out and cleaned his mouth as if nothing happened. 
God sees it. Every evil plot, God sees it at the same time. You see, He sees everything in the whole world at one time. Why is God not having headache? I ask myself, if God sees all these things, what have I seen? Only one or two people who did some mess up for me. And only three people who didn't treat me well. Uh, somebody did this for me. Why can't, with all what I have done, what have I done? Anything you have done to a man is because God enabled you to do it. You cannot glory in it, you know. And you cannot expect people that you have helped, people who are blessed, you are blessed to be the blessing to you. You cannot expect it. So if they are not, why are you angry? Why are you so understand this? I said that is why I resolved resolve that. Look, boy, we have to ask God. Help our mind. Let us see the way you see. You know, let us uh, think the way you think. Let us see the way you see. That's why I began to pray that prayer for myself. That what a poor man living in this temple. This human flesh is not a good thing at all. He's <laughs> going to the ground uh, to become worms. And the spirit is not that he's born again. I began to ask God that just take, take all these things about this flesh. Take it out of me. And let me be able to put on the Christ that we profess. We know. Recognizing that John chapter 7 verse 38. Which is one of our memory verse now. It says, Jesus said, anyone who receives me as the Bible has said, rivers will flow. He didn't say that everybody who received me, uh, who, who will receive me as the Bible said. No. Anybody who received pastors me as the Bible has said, he said, it will trigger rivers. And we want rivers to flow through us, isn't it? And so it's your duty and my duty to really simulate God. Now, about the book of Acts you have read, let me just give you some uh, ecclesia. Now, uh, if you look at chapter 11 of the book of Acts, that's where it all began. This man called Paul, and I will end up this within five minutes expo. It says, then Barnabas went, verse 25, to Tarsus to look for who? Saul. This is how the journey of Saul began to Antioch. Barnabas went to Tarsus to go and look for this man. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. Because Antioch was the first place where people saw uh, some people behaving like Jesus exactly. And they called them Christian. Remember when we did it in the month of May, I suppose. We looked at this the second time within uh, the quarter. We are reading it again. So, if Barnabas felt that, look, this man Paul has zealous as he is and so anointed. It's better to identify with this very church where they are teaching the word and they are they are behaving like Jesus. He says so from a whole for a whole year, Barabbas and Saul met with the church and taught great and taught great number of people in Antioch. You understand? The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. They will get it now. And then during this time, some prophets came from uh, Jerusalem. Don't worry about that, because that's not what I need. Well, verse 29 says, The disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide help for the brothers living in Judea. Because there was a famine in Judea. That's what the verse 8 says. Agabus prophesied famine, and famine came. And then went fa- Okay, let me read it. <laughs> verse 38. <laughs> I'm, I'm very much conscious of my time. One of them named Agabus stood up and threw the spirit predicted that a severe famine will spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the period of Claudius. It's just like God told me over the years among you that famine is coming. Famine is coming. And when we enter this year, God said this is the year the famine will bite. All right? So much more. 
In verse 29, the disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide help for the brothers living in Judea. Which means that <clears throat> during this global famine, <clears throat> the people of Antioch did not have much of the famine. So they sent help to the people of um, Judea. Is that during this COVID, you know, Christ the Tabernacle sends financial help to some of our branches, especially the branches that uh, we know that they are in the area that is worst hit in villages and stuff like that in different nations. And we, we, we give them help, give them food and uh, all, all stuff that we send to them. Similarly, it happened here. Then it says, this they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. This is exactly what they did. We send our gifts to the ministers and the elders, and they, they use the money, bought what is necessary. They send them to all the village people. They give them food. They give them clothing, and they help them. Really, some of them, we have to help them a number of times before the lockdown was, was relaxed. Because these are nations whereby government didn't give a dime to anybody. It's different from our own country in England, that government is paying salary of some of us who were not able to work and part of the salary. And then the employers have to make it up to lighten the yoke and government give grants to uh, business people in that country or those countries. Nobody even care about anybody. They don't even have such systems. So we have to help them just as in this scripture. Now, look at the, the verse 12. It talks about the arrest of James and how James was beheaded. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the arrest of Peter and how Peter was rescued by an angel. Don't forget the angel touched Peter and said, get up all chains, fellow. Hallelujah. These are your partners, the angels of the living God. Uh, however, if we go straight down to the end of it, it talks to us about how Herod died. You know, he began to pose and then an angel of God touched him and he became my God. Having said that, I want to just dwell on the 13, uh, uh, you know, briefly. Chapter 13 of Acts. It says in the church of Antioch, we are brothers and teachers, though they were in the church. And I told you, don't always forget this. If God raises you in the church as a prophet, he didn't tell you to go and start your own prophetic ministry. That's not correct. If he raised you as a teacher, he didn't say you go and start a teaching ministry. He tells you to walk in that place. That is the place you must walk. That is the place you must serve. All right? Unless if you are not in an apostolic governmental church. If you are an apostolic governmental church, you will have work to do. Do you get it now? I'm not talking about gathering where somebody just gathered people to make livelihood. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the church of the living God, where the head hears God and he leads them in righteousness. That is, teach you the word of God. He wants you to know God well, so that you too can manifest. That is the church of God. Any church where the leader does not want members to manifest, Pack your load and baggage, run for your life. It is not the church of the living God. So, but when God raises you, He raises you. You know, First Corinthians chapter twelve, it says that the gift is given to profit others. All right. So that is the way it is from verse four. The same, the Spirit give, you know, give to all to profit others. So they were there, but while they were worshiping and fasting, and I told you Christians must fast. Like now, first, second, third, some of you have been fasting at least once in those three days. But they were fasting just to worship, just to say thank you. 
So it is reasonable to just for you to look at your life and what God has done for you for all these years and just take it away and just fast and sing praises throughout to God. Giving God thanks, God. God, I'm fasting because I'm thanking you, I'm thanking you, I'm thanking you, I'm thanking you, I'm thanking you. And you don't want to eat, Lord, I don't want to eat. I'm eating too much. I just want to bless you. I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you. That's why I'm fasting, Lord. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Just to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you think God will not answer you? He will. He will. He will. Of course, if somebody has a problem that is chronic, it's a time to fast too. If you have a, a, a problem that is beyond you, come and lock up yourself and just humble yourself before God. You will see help come speedily. Are we together now? Fasting humbles us and it purifies us in our body so that our, our spirit man can be very you know, receptive. That's what fasting does. And so no wonder it says then, while they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, separate for me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work that I'm sending them. Now, verse 3 says that, so after they had fasted and prayed, they placed hands on them and sent them forth. So, mission should be God sent. Also, two of us can decide to go on a mission. That is, the, you know, preaching the gospel, we want to go from here now to Glasgow. We, are, we fell there to go to Stonehenge. We fell there to go to Glastonbury to go and preach. And three of us, four of us, a good number of us, we pray and pray and pray and then we move. Are we together now? So it can be by our decision and it can be only God said, now I want you to go here and you people go here and there. And this is what is happening in this occasion. However, the Bible says, the two of them sent on their way by the Holy Spirit. Underline that. When the Holy Spirit sends you, he backs you up. <laughs> it makes things so easy. I have seen that happen again and again. There is no time today to talk much about that. Well, for the past three days, this is my first day I'm really talking to you. Let me tell you this. <laughs> Holy Ghost will come upon you and he will send you. <laughs> he will send. That's different from other things. We go every day, Holy Ghost goes with us. But you see, where we are going, let's say we decide today now, we are going to minister, we are going to do evangelism in the depot market. And as we began to pray, I began to pray, somebody says, I don't say the Lord, you shall go to Greece market. You are go in the depot market, we plan to go. I tell you, if we decide to now go to Greenwich Market, the ease we will see there will be extraordinary. It will be extraordinary. You will not labor to see miracles. That's what happened to me in 1989 when Jesus appeared to me and took me to heaven and personally told me, the Father said in that encounter, go to CSU Low and deliver this message. And those of you who are with me and those who had there after, you can tell. God did, you know, in Immeasurable miracle. That is the that is the um, that is the uh, place. I will say that it is the second dead dead person that God raised in my ministry. The, well, well, when I say ministry, will be first. The first person that God raised through me was when I was um, uh, uh, in my twenties. That was in my mid twenties, and somebody died in 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 our house. You know, because the house we live, we have. Um, People live opposite one another like a compound. And somebody died in my house. And they went and called a witch doctor across the road. And the witch doctor came and he was doing all his gimmicks to try and save the person. You know, they said the person was having convulsion. And uh, that the witch doctor said it is witchcraft. And I don't understand how witch, witch doctor can remove witchcraft. Uh, if not by, by Wayo. So, whatever the case may be, he poured all manners of concussion and the girl died. When the girl died... The, the parents now ran to my father 
and they now said they should go and call the, the doctor so that they will send her, they will carry her to the hospital because she's now dead and stuff. And the way doctor stood there, she couldn't know what to do. He said all incantation until his mouth was dry. So they called my father, and my father came to me and said, Son, follow me. You are the one God called and gave this gift. I said, What? He said that Bukola just died. I said, Died? I said, have you seen her? My father said, no, they just came to call me. These are the parents. And the mother was shaking. Oh, my daughter is there. I said, okay, let's go. We went. My, my step and my dad, my dad is a seer. You know, he sees angels and he hears God's audible voice and all stuff like that. And that's one of the things that, that really challenged me too, apart from my spiritual mother. However, when we got there, they brought, the girl was on the floor, totally gone, dead. You know, she has stopped uh, all this convulsion, eyes turning has gone, and she was completely dead. So, I said to my father, this Baba, this uh, witch doctor, can you ask him? I was my early 20s then, Bukolaya, I was my early 20s, she was chilling. I said that, I said, can you ask him, does he have any other thing to do to this corpse? And if he does not tell him to get out of this place. I was saying it. The man was hearing me. My father turned to the man and said, Did you hear what he said? Do you have anything you want to do? The man looked, first looked uh, like he was going to be wild. And my father said, What he told you, you do. If you have anything to do, raise this girl up. If you can't, out. And the witch doctor said, mm -hmm. And he carried his bag and bag and went out. And when he went out, you know, I know in the Bible the story of Lazarus. And I know how Jesus prayed for Lazarus. He first turned to the Father and said, Father, I thank you because you have heard me and you always hear me. Then he turned to the cops and called the cops. And uh, the father of the girl was there, the mother was there, everybody was stunned. Because they expected my father, because he's the one who is the seer in the house, people know, you know, they don't know much of me. I was just an intercessor. At the time, and my father, you know, I told him that he is the one that has such unction. So I just stretched out my hand to him and I said, Father, I thank you because you have heard me. And I said, And you always hear me. And I turned to God, I said, Bukala, stand up. And the power of God went without touching her. Her body vibrated on the ground like that. Everybody ran. I'm saying this because some of you youths need to know that you don't have to be a pastor for God to use you. Mm -hmm. I was not a pastor. I was not a pastor. Even in my church, I was not a deacon. I was not given any credence in my church, but I was an intercessor. Mm -hmm. When all the old intercessors gathered, I, I became an intercessor from the age of nine, following the old men to go and pray Friday all night. So little did I know that I have gathered so much. And of course, too, because of the mandate which God told my parents about my life, my calling, so the, my father always trained me. He said, because when the time comes, you need to know this. You need to have this knowledge. You need to do this. Just as the same way I'm training all the, all the young ones in the church to be my own children. So, and then they wanted to help. I said, leave her alone. And she got up. I said, get up. She got up. And I said to my dad, dad let's go. And we left. You know, if you, the reason why I told you this is because I wanted to help you to understand here. When they were preaching the gospel, and they go to the to the to uh, Paphos, where you have this um, sorcerer. All right, you will recognize that in chapter seven, before Philip came to Samaria, in chapter eight of Acts, before Philip came to Samaria, there was an occupancy there. 
had occupants there rather, whose name was Simon the Sorcerer. And if you look at this purpose also, before God sent them to purpose, <laughs> Satan has sent messengers. That is why I want all of us to pray really and wake up. Wake up serious. Because God will judge you and I and the entire church of God on earth in this season. Whether we allow COVID-19 and the lockdown to hinder this instruction he gave us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. We will not be guilty in Jesus' name. Are you with me now? That does not mean defiling the rules. If people can gather for raving, all right, and they're even lawless, Christians can gather to preach and be lawful. You can have nose guard and preach the gospel with the nose guard. Nose guard does not hinder authority coming out of your mouth. And you can keep safe distance when you are in the marketplace preaching the gospel so that the people know that you are not abiding. However, your word will carry power because his presence is there. How can they hear unless somebody tells them? How can they tell unless they are sent? And you and I have been sent. I remember what God told us in the month of May to June concerning reaching the whole of United Kingdom. And this is September. We go. We must go. We got to go. Are you with me now? This is what happened. Everywhere where we are staying here, Satan is planting his own cohorts in all those places. For Nigeria or for the Republic or India, we may not go there now. The reason is because if you go from London to those countries or other countries in Europe, like France now, we can't go to France because, you know, it's the same thing under our law. That if you go to them, you will spend 14, 14 days in those countries before you can go out. Then when you come back to England, you'll spend 14 days. That's the reason why our trip to Nigeria in two weeks' time, we canceled it. We moved it. Because we cannot spend 28 days under lockdown somewhere. We are, we are useless like garbage. We cannot do anything to anybody. So what's our purpose of going? So we are going to go by Zoom. And heads will roll. God will heal by Zoom. He will deliver by Zoom. And he will save people by Zoom. But the moment the lockdown is over, we must scatter all over the nations. But here... You in London, you can go to Birmingham, you can go to Glasgow, you can go to, to all the places that are not locked down. They are open to us to go and preach the gospel. We should move. We should move to Bristol and do something there. We can't keep ourselves here under unnecessary threats. Are we together now? Because it is our purpose. And you, the sorcerers, are going into those places. A man named by Jesus. And look at this man find his way to the head of the nation. The proconsul. We have to. Let me say, I won't say Christians now because God didn't send me to Christians. He sent me to you first. You first. Before the global body of Christ. We have to work our way to the highest authority. We have to. I told you and I'm saying it again. Every one of you who claim to be my spiritual sons and daughters. Come on, apply to higher places. Apply to United Nations, apply to the World Trade Center, apply to all these big institutions where decisions is taken, apply to the, to the, to the, to the uh, uh, Central Bank of, of England, apply to the judiciary, aim for the, to, to become a judge. Don't, don't just apply to that section and expect to just be taking salary and, and stop. If do everything is necessary to do, do every education you need to acquire. Acquire you want to be a judge. That is a push. Stick your head out. They are looking for people like you. 
so that anywhere they will make decisions. Parliament, we should enter there. Join parties that win in your area. Go for it and get it done. If you don't know how to do it, come to me. I will tell you how we plot the coup. We can appoint you. We can appoint you and you can be there. I am a pastor, an apostle by calling, and I don't have time for politics. Or else, I will have, you, you know, I will have been in parliament. It's very easy. It's very easy. I will do a meeting with you when we plan the strategy. I will, because this one is public. It's, the whole world is hearing me. We will strategize. I was, I was discussing with someone today about my plans for the past 30 years. And the person was amazed. I told that person that I had a plan to raise members of my church to the helm of affairs in England. And in those days, I remember everybody who came to me, I would ask them that, what degree do you have? He said, I have this degree. You, have ma- you haven't got master's degree. Go and do master's in this area. One said, I, others said, I have master's. Okay, I said, go and do master's in this area. So in those days, with little knowledge we had, we looked for areas in England that is emerging and tell them to go and read more, read more, read more. All of them are now executive people. And then the people who are young growing, I began to infuse to them strength and faith and strength and faith and strength and faith and godliness and they follow the path. Don't worry whether we fall and rise, we fall and rise, we get there. Now, I have raised the youths, all those who are with me, they are now in prominent position and I'm now ready the third tier. The third tier I was raising, I told them, one of them at the age of 13, you know, was enlisted in the army. And the, Brit- the uh, British Army, they are the ones sponsoring him. He had gone through primary school, secondary school. He's now going to university. The army is strong. And he is extremely good in the army. When you see him standing, you know that he is not an ordinary young boy. And I have raised others too who have gone into the police, who are now rising through the ranks of the British police to the executive position now. And then I'm raising the next generation from the age of 3 to the age of uh, 5 to the age of 6 to the age of 7 to the age of 13, 15. And those creeds, I want them to invade Oxford and Cambridge. Some of them, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, planning them into law. Some of them, I'm planning them into medicine. But those who are going for medicine, it's not just to read medicine and stop. They must read and do research and invent things. I'm raising some other young ones who are going to become engineers, young people in their teens and the 13, 14 and stuff like that, 15. And they are all coming out in their, in their secondary school degree now, uh, course now, having A stars, double A stars. And you see, they will go into those institutions. They are the cream of people that will rule in this country. Are you being, can you imagine when a child is filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and is intelligent because the Holy Ghost bless him like Oholian and Bezile? Who will stop that person? Who will? Who will stop that person? Impossible for anyone to stop it. Are you with me now? And this is it. This is not just spiritual. Also, at the same time, there is a cream of them who are now in their 20s and stuff that God has helped me to incite them into business. They are career people. They have businesses and they are, their businesses are growing. But with ethics, they didn't follow children who are doubling money about. They didn't follow children who are ruffians and like gamophians all over the street. No! Their head is correct because they are God seekers. Mm. Such shall the generation be blessed, the generation of those who seek me. Who seek me, Psalm 24. Every day I read into their ears. Every children of three in CFT, when you are reading, they are reading. From the age of two, they are reading. You see their mouth moving. They don't know. You know, they can't speak it out. You see them moving. 
and God has helped us. Let me say this to you. That's why I'm saying that everywhere that Satan has sent messengers, we owe duty by God to dispossess the devil and plant children of God full of fire, full of the spirit, and they will be successful. Anybody who follows the path of Jesus will be successful. It is impossible for them not to be successful because Holy Ghost will beamed into their brain, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Success is cheap for those who follow God and follow Him squarely. Not legalism. But those who serve him with their heart. Go together. And who represent him properly. If you serve God with your heart, you will represent him properly in society. I would get now. So if Jesus, if Jesus didn't come and I have to go to my grave, I will go to my grave with rest and peace. I will gather the people around me and celebrate my exit. And say that I have fought the fight. The good fight of faith. I won't die just suddenly. Don't worry about that. The Lord has told me the age. He will call me if Jesus doesn't come. When I get to a day, a, a, a year before that age, as my spiritual father, Apostle Jesus Babala did, I will tell all of you, I will visit all my churches, branch all over, that next year I'm departing. So that you will celebrate me well. My last year exit. Celebrate me with revival. With revival. Revival everywhere. Scatter the camp of Satan and terror, terrify the devil everywhere. And then by the year, the day I don't know. But he told me the year. Let me say this to you. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his world. What a glory. But let me give you a hint. It's more than 90. Just know that for sure. <laughs> And I will not go, and my wife will not go before me. She will, I will leave her behind when I go. Because I don't want anyone to begin to know that apostle is old. Now who knows whether I want to go next year. I don't want to go next year. I can't really, the day of my death, I cannot control. I discovered that I cannot control it. It is he who sends me that controls it. But we will see the revival in the United Kingdom. We will see a new order on planet of the earth before I depart. To the one who sent me. Come on, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice with me. And I celebrate you. And where I stop, you will continue in Jesus' name. No power will be able to hinder any one of you. What God ordained your life to be, that's what you will be on earth. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The name of the one who appeared unto me. Satan will not have, they will not prevail. Any child of seerty that have digressed, you don't worry about them. Keep thanking God for them. They are coming back. The one who appeared unto me told me, don't worry. I have destiny for them and they will fulfill it. By force, by fire, he will drag them in his time and they will fulfill the destiny. So don't let anything bother you. Don't, the God who promised us his name is Yahweh. Are you with me now? And he will deliver what he has promised. However, I end up and rest my case by saying, when Elimaz the prophet was misbehaving and he thought it was business as usual, the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 19, chapter 13, verse 9. Then Saul, who was also called Paul. Did you see now? They have not called him Paul until miracles to happen. Amen. Mm. All the time they have been calling him Saul, 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 Saul. But now, they, when they want to talk about the unction, they said, they Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elimas and said, You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right way of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind. And for a time, you will, not, you will be unable to see the light of the sun. 
Immediately, mist and darkness came over him. And he groped about seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Look at verse 12 is the conclusion. When Proconsul saw what had happened, he, he believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord. Now you and I are going to pray. Just one minute prayer. You will tell the Lord, help me to be sensitive to your Holy Spirit. This is the message you got from here. Because when the Holy Spirit came upon him, boom, he spoke. When the Holy Spirit did not come against me, if you look at Paul, as, uh, as when you get to chapter 17, you will discover, uh, 16, 17, you will discover about this slave girl who was crying and shouting, uh, following Paul. He didn't act until the Holy Ghost came. Many of us act before the Holy Ghost. We are going to tell the Lord, give me discernment, give me the prompting, give me the knowledge. When the Holy Ghost come upon me, Holy Spirit, help me to know it, help me to discern it, help me to wait on you, help me to cooperate with you, help me to collaborate with you, so that when you come upon me, I will act according Father, we pray thee. We pray thee, O oh God. Tell the Lord. Please, I ask you. When you come upon me, help me, O oh God, to recognize. Help me to submit to the unction so that I can function in the spirit power that will convince sinners and bring them to repentance in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Our time has come to manifest, O God. Lord, we exalt you. We magnify your holy name, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to your holy name. Thank you, Lord. We render ourselves to your use, Lord. Amen. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless us all. Amen. We are going to bring our meeting to a close. Let me stretch your hand before the Lord and let me speak a blessing upon you. Father, we thank you for those who have their birthdays today. We thank you for the days they were born. We thank you for your hand upon their life. From conception to this time, if the devil knew that they will accept you, he would have done everything to kill them. But you hid their destiny in your heart so that the powers of hell and this age cannot access it. And we thank you for provision for them. We thank you for enhancing them and helping them to fulfill destiny, even today that they can celebrate you and say thank you to you, the God, the Father in heaven, for giving them life that is worth living. I speak as your messenger upon their life. It is written. The Lord Almighty has sworn as, it, as, as our plan it shall be, as our purpose it will stand. I decree that the plans and purposes of God be enforceable over your lives. Amen. Every manifestation around you contrary to God's plan, we, we quell them in the name of Jesus. Amen. I decree that Satan will not overcome you mm-hmm. in the mighty name of Jesus. As you grow older, you will grow deeper in God, you will grow stronger in the power of his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And may the Lord take you from where you are to where you ought to be. May the Lord anoint you with grace and power to succeed in everything you lay your hands on. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you. He will show you his salvation. You will grow in the courtyard of God and flourish like cedar of Lebanon. So your old days will bear fruit. So shall it be. With long life, God will satisfy you. We pray for those who also remember their birth and their weddings. May the Lord bless your family. May the Lord bless your marriage. May the Lord protect your marriage from the destroyers, either human or spirits, in the name of Jesus. 
May the Lord grant you everything you need, resources you need to enjoy your married life. May, may, yours be fulfill, may yours be delightful nation. And all the seed that come out of your marriage, may the covenant of the righteous be fulfilled over all your seed. Satan or man will never be able to take any of your children from you. Amen. They will fulfill the mandate that God has written concerning them. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Amen. And I say to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May he send you help from the sanctuary Amen. and grant you support from Zion. Amen. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your bond offerings from you. Amen. May he, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. You will shout for joy in this month of September. You shall be victorious in this month of September. You will lift up the banner of the name of our God. And all may the God of Abraham, who appeared to Abraham and made a covenant with him, the God of Isaac, who confirmed the covenant in Isaac and fulfilled it in Jacob, the one who told Jacob at the right hand to move back to Bethel, may he instruct your mind, may he instruct your soul, may he guide you in all your ways. May he look at all your requests in this hour and fulfill your requests. Amen. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with us. Amen. Amen and amen. Yes, we want to thank every one of you who have turned to us, uh, watching with us today. If you are on the YouTube, could you please click like uh, so that um, we can be encouraged on the YouTube. May God bless you.